Hey everybody, it's Kyle. I am coming to you live, not from my car. It's a Christmas miracle. Uh, but I'm coming to you from my living room. Um, everybody has things going on tonight, so I'm just kind of here after running and dropping people different places. Uh, my daughter has started the higher level swim team, so she's gone an hour and a half per night, uh, Monday through Thursday, and then maybe even a little bit on Friday and Saturday. We'll have to see how that goes. Um, and then my boys at my son's at Boy Scouts, so that's why I am able to do this from home. A little quieter environment this time. Okay, so what's bugging me? Well, uh, I kind of talked about this before, but not really. Um, my wife and I watched uh, on HBO Max, there's a documentary on there uh, about Tina Turner. I know we all know about Tina Turner and and how Ike uh, Turner, her former husband, was abusive and uh, and all that stuff. But this documentary is absolutely outstanding, and I highly recommend you watch it if you get a chance. Um, but it's just called Tina, and it it's just really well done, really well made, um, remarkable story, of course, what happened with her and everything. And uh, just how she kind of overcame everything uh, to get to where she had this kind of rebirth in the 80s, in the early 80s. Um, check it out if you get a chance. But what I wanted to talk about ties in a little bit with that. About, um, I keep saying, um, I'm sorry, about maybe two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, something like that. My daughter and I were home and everybody was off doing other things and we were going to watch something together. And so we talked about different things and we were looking through, searching, you know, on different streaming platforms. And we came across I Survived. I don't know if you've ever seen that show, but it, I think it was on Discovery Channel originally or A&E, one of those, I don't remember. But Long story short, what it is, is each episode has three interviews with three different people who survived something, you know, very tragic. So long story short, we're looking through all these and, you know, she finally picks one. We start watching it and, and you know, I've seen all of them. So I'd seen this one. And the very first story in it was a story where a... A woman was home in the morning, and her husband had left for work. She was in the shower, and she had, a, I believe, a three-year-old child or something like that, a younger child who was in the other room watching TV, and someone, it was a home invasion. This guy came in her house and just kind of immediately went to where the shower was. I, I don't even think he knew that the kid was there. Uh, but he knew that she had gotten out of the shower, was getting out of the shower, and long story short, you know, raped her and tortured her, and it was horrifying. And I paused it, and I looked at my daughter, and I said, yeah, um, now that I think about it, almost every single episode of this show has a story like this 
And so it's going to get pretty rough. I just want to let you know. And she said, she responded to me and said, yeah, I, I know that because I saw, I noticed every single one when we, when we went through them had something like that, uh, had a woman that had been attacked. And I just looked at her and I said, I'm sorry. And she goes, for what? And I said, well, I'm just sorry that, that it's understood that men do this sort of thing to women and that men rule over and dominate women. And she said, well, that's not your fault, dad. And I said, I know, but, but I'm just sorry that, that men do things like that. So what I'm getting at is this. Between that situation and then later watching um, Tina and the horrible things that Ike did to Tina Turner, I'm, I'm done with it, man. And I haven't always been the best guy myself. Um, I definitely have done things in my past. I've never done anything like Ike and Tina Turner, and I've never done a home invasion <laughs> and raped someone or something like that. But I haven't always been the nicest guy. And I, for that, I'm sorry. You know, when the Me Too movement was going on and the hashtag Me Too was going everywhere, um, I remember on, I think it was on, so I think it was on social media, but I'm pretty sure it was on Facebook. But I remember just coming straight out and saying, you know, I'm sorry, because I know that there were situations where, you know, maybe I was with someone and we both had been drinking or even maybe she drank more than me or I, I don't know. And things happened, but none of us, neither one of us really remembered the next day. And for that, I'm sorry. It's interesting because when you have a daughter it kind of puts those things in perspective for you as a man. And it kind of helps you understand that a lot of stuff that you've been taught your whole entire life, as far as how to behave and everything, is just straight up nonsense and bullshit. And that it's not cool to treat anyone that way. And uh, that doesn't just go for for misogyny or sexism or whatever towards women that goes for racism um being against other people's religions um all that stuff man it, it's just not right and i for one don't want to be a part of any of it anymore and i do my best because i can't make up for anything that i've done in my past, really, except to say I'm sorry. But what I can do is this, and, and this is what I would challenge every other guy out there who has kids uh, to do. That is to raise your kids, right? Raise your kids unlike, 
Not, not that, I mean, my mom did a great job as far as she did everything she could to give me opportunities in my life. And my dad, I would hope, would have done the same thing if he would have made it longer. And I know my grandparents tried hard to help raise me and all that stuff too, but there was a lot of stuff going around when I was a kid. And I remember seeing and hearing things that were racist and sexist and chauvinist and, you know, uh, anti-gay. I mean, hell, we all said, that's gay. Don't be so gay, queer, and stuff like that when I was younger. And that's not cool, man. It's not cool at all. And it, it shouldn't be acceptable. And it's not now, but really it never should have been. And so raise your kids different than that stuff. Raise your kids different than how you grew up. You know, one thing I hear a lot of is people saying, well, oh, you're spoiling that kid. or Boy, they're going to have everything so easy. And, and, you know, I never had it that easy or you never had it that easy. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of the point, really, isn't it? To afford your offspring more opportunities than you had. Um, but I had a lot of opportunities, especially for a guy with a single mom, you know, uh, I didn't have to deal with a lot of shit that I know 51% of my classmates had to deal with, which was sexism and chauvinism. And then an even smaller percentage of my classmates had to deal with racism, whether it be anti-black or anti-Asian you know, anti-Indian, Indian-American, I mean, not American Indian. So raise your kids better than that. That's that's what I'm focusing on. I'm focusing on raising my kids so that they're better people than, than when they grow up, I want it to be automatic. I remember taking my son to, my son and my daughter, to a baseball game once, and they were doing the whole... Uh, deal where they they talked about the Kansas City Monarchs and they talked about I think they were wearing uniforms that day and uh, I remember my son going so why what is it dad that they're wearing these uniforms for and I go oh you know to to celebrate the history of the Negro Leagues and he was like the what <laughs> and and I told him yeah they you know there was a time when they wouldn't let black baseball players play on teams with white baseball players and not just baseball uh there's basketball and football or anything really they wouldn't even let black people drink from the same water fountains as white people and he just looked at me like I was out of my mind and that's one of my proudest moments as a parent because I understood how foreign it was to him and I thought, damn, you know, we're doing this right because that's how I want him to think about it because it is ridiculous, man. It is ridiculous. So that's what's bugging me. That's what I wanted to talk about as far as all that goes. And uh, don't mean to be a bummer or anything, but I just kind of wanted to discuss that and 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 how I kind of came across those feelings and everything and the embarrassment almost of explaining to my daughter you know, the evil that men do. So 
I'm going to take a break real quick. I know it's a little more <laughs> somber opening the episode. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, but I am talking about what's bugging me, so, you know. Um, but I'll be back in just a moment. We'll talk a little bit about some things that I'm into. Uh, I'm just going to throw it over to Kyle real quick. Hey, Kyle. Okay, and we're back. All right, some things that I'm into right now. Well, I told you about watching things. So we watched that Tina Turner documentary, and I suggest you watch it as soon as you can. It, it was absolutely excellent. Uh, we did watch Godzilla vs. Kong um, last week. I, a lot of people did. And, I mean, it was okay. I, I think the thing is this with those movies is you kind of have to check your brain at the door because, you know, it's not going to be what you really think it's going to be. And it, it has to be really crazy and far-fetched uh, to be entertaining. So you got to be ready for that. So my advice to you on those types of movies is, you know what you're getting into, dude. You're not watching Godzilla vs. Kong for the art of it. Even though I will say, that's my pug dolly, sorry if you hear some snorting there. She sounds like a little pig sometimes. Um, but even if, you, you know, there were some beautiful shots and some excellent... Uh, cinematography and, and the effects were pretty amazing. It's still a dumb monster movie. And I think if you go into it expecting something else, you're going to be let down. So keep that in mind if you go to watch that film. I I, I mean, I had fun watching it and my family did too. Um, but yeah, it's not a great movie at all. So beware of that. Let's see. What else have we watched recently? Uh, boy, I mean... Mm, my wife and I have just been watching the heck out of Kath and Kim. And we've even gone and <laughs> rewatched some of the uh some of our most favorite scenes and just laughed our heads off. That that show it's been pretty great. It's been a good source of enjoyment for for her and I. We've definitely had some great bonding moments watching that crazy show. Uh let's see, what else? Uh, I started watching that White Boy. Uh, documentary that's on Netflix today too. Yeah, about white boy Rick. I don't know if you've ever heard about that. I'm not being racist saying that. That was his nickname. But it was a kid in Detroit in the 80s who ended up getting uh, multiple life in prison sentences or whatever and still is in prison now to this day um, for drug stuff. But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's weird. There's a good podcast on it too. I don't know if you've seen that, but there's a, there, or listen to that, but there's a really good podcast about it as well. If you ever get a chance. Uh, oh, and then I did watch, I started watching the, uh, the QAnon documentary that's on, that's on HBO Max. And now Mikey watched that and, uh, you know, he said that he came away from it with a different understanding of QAnon and, you know, it wasn't all just these people were crazy wackos, which <laughs> I've watched like the first episode and a half. And I got to be honest, I still feel like these people are crazy wackos. Actually, what it feels like more to me now is these people are being manipulated into believing crazy wacko stuff by people who know how to manipulate people. That's what it feels like to me now. Um but it's really well made. It's a really well made show. And I'm curious to watch the rest of it and kind of see where that goes. But in the meantime, it's pretty crazy. So I'll keep watching, Mikey. I promise. 
Uh, let's see. And then what am I listening to? Well, I did get uh, that last Sturgis, Sturgill Simpson album in, the uh, Cutting the Grass Volume 2. Got that in, and it, it's it's really great. I like that one a little bit more. It's definitely uh, very, very country, just like the first Cutting the Grass record is. But I kind of like this one. I like the songs on this one better, personally. Uh, some of them are kind of remakes or or covers of his own his very own songs, just done in a bluegrass style. But I dig it. It's different. Uh, I also picked up Marvin Gaye's "What's Going On." Uh, we listened to that a little bit yesterday was Easter, and we listened to that a little bit. And you know, it's just a timeless classic. That album is not much more to be said about it. Uh, but that's a bit it for music. Nothing really new or different there. Uh, let's see, reading. I am reading the American Dirt book that I talked about before. Um, not very much further on that book. I, I need to continue reading it, but I'll get back to you guys on that one. And then I have the fifth issue of Crossover, Locked and Loaded to read as well. Been a great comic so far. I'm excited to see where things go from here. And Oh, and then the next issue of the High Republic comic, the Star Wars High Republic comic comes out this week as well. So that'll be interesting to read. But that's about it. I mean, not much else really as far as reading goes. That's about it, guys. I've been watching a lot of baseball. Uh, Keith Beard and I have been talking, chatting back and forth. The Royals are off to a fantastic start. Um, their first two games were absolutely incredible. I mean, in their first two games of the year, they scored 25 runs combined. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, they did not sweep the first series against Texas. They ended up losing that one yesterday. But then uh, they had a game today against Cleveland, and they, they beat Cleveland in the first game of that series. So Royals are off to a great start. I think they're going to be better than people give them credit for. I don't think they're going to be like World Series bound. But I think they're pretty good, man. And I think, again, I think they're going to be better than people think they're going to be. So check them out if you get a chance. I know Keith Beard and I are watching them fervently. So that's about it, guys. Not much else going on. I will get back to you guys next week with a new episode. Uh, like I said, i am still got some plans, some interesting things that are going to happen for the uh, 100th episode, which shouldn't be too far away. So stay tuned to hear more about that. Got one special guest lined up, trying to line up a few others, but we'll make it interesting no matter what. So hang in there with me. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, if you have any questions or anything, feel free to hit the link there on the uh, main page uh, of this podcast, and that will allow you to send me comments or whatever. If, if you have questions or anything like that, I'm more than happy to answer them and uh, stuff like that. So that's all I got. I will catch you guys later. And oh, I know, I know. Get off my lawn.